Elaine Gabbert, I want to know why we should draft you. Because if you don't draft me, I'm going to have to beat you for the next 15 years. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. It's the land of 10,000 plus codes. Not even our commissioners bring in the news. Throwing in 40 bucks and pray we don't lose. As the saying goes, either way we move. land of 10,000 plus codes. Not even our commissioners bring in the news. Throwing in 40 bucks and pray we don't lose. As the saying goes, either way we go. Zimmel, Tony, Kevin Plow, and Asian Dave. Jay Wild Tyler, and Leaf Blast Terrible Trades. Alex and Andrew, and don't forget the good old Eason. Our fantasy football league, tis the season. It's the land of 10,000 plus coons Not even our commissioners bringing the news Throwing in 40 bucks and pray we don't lose As the saying goes, either way we booze I'll tell you what I'm going to need to clean up an aisle five after that one I'll tell you what, you might all right, season two, episode fifteen, Learned at ten thousand plus coons fantasy league podcast. Your host, Team Double Vag, Double Anal, Ryan Eason. Uh, tonight, going Han Solo again for this episode. Uh, I got Red Dead Redemption two to play, so I uh, need to make it a quicker episode. I don't mind being uh, just the only one talking. So let's uh, let's let's get started with the show. Uh, start things off. We got. The 350 Club for three dollars and fifty cents can be a league sponsor. Uh, get your name shout out every episode. We got Tony Raker, aka Phony Faker, Noah Z, Noah Zernical, and Alex Williams. Thank you, boys, for the 350. Uh, we'll start things off um, with per usual doing the NFL uh, weekend recap. There's some uh, interesting games going on, interesting moments. Some games I want to talk to more than ever. But uh, let's break it down. down. All right. First up, we got, we'll do the Thursday night game per usual. Uh, We have the Jags and the Titans. Titans win 30-9, and Derrick Henry was the... The star in this game, coming out of nowhere, getting four fucking touchdowns and over 200 yards. Who saw that coming? Looking like uh, the Derrick Henry of Alabama, the Heisman winner back in the college days, just had the truck stick on in uh, this game, just hitting R3 or uh, I don't know what it is in Xbox, but PlayStation controls R3, doing that truck stick, plowing over fucking people. And the Jags just looked like they were the Coon Rapids fucking varsity or junior varsity team out there. Fucking couldn't tackle anyone. Uh, it's a pretty easy win for them. That was your Thursday night game. Going to the noon games. Had the Panthers and the Browns. Uh, I thought the Panthers would win this game. You know, I got Christian McRafferty hotter than hell. Former MVP or MVP candidate Cam Newton. They couldn't possibly lose to the fucking Cleveland Browns when they need to Need this win to get in a wild card uh, spot for the playoffs. Nope, I was wrong. They lose 26-20. to Cam Newton had a chance to uh, tie the game up, potentially win the game for them, and uh, just threw a terrible pass in the red zone. Why did they run with McRafferty? Who knows? They lose 26-20. to Next up, we got the Ravens and the Chiefs. This was a slobber knocker, back-and-forth action here. I thought the Ravens would pull it off, but... 
they fucked up uh, a few different times uh, in the game. And, uh, yeah, I think there was a, a, a crucial fumble that Justin Houston recovered, uh, which then uh, led to a, a Chiefs victory, 27-24. to He had Patty Mahomes uh, throwing fucking darts without even – Looking at his receiver, just that, that guy's just fucking having an unbelievable video game-like season on pace for probably over 50 touchdowns, over 5,000 yards. Uh, probably the lead guy in the MVP race. MVP race. <clears throat> but they had that, and then you had the Colts and Texans, another close game. Colts squeaking by a victory here, 24-21 to after that ass of a performance last week, uh, getting the dub. Patriots and Dolphins, fucking, un- this, was a, this was a great uh, selection of noon games here. Just another great game, back and forth. Uh, Dolphins, for whatever reason, more often than not, uh, seem to play the Patriots pretty well. Must be because they're uh, division rivals. Uh, the- fucking Gronk actually had a pretty good game here. I think he had at least one touchdown, made some big plays. And then uh, came down to the to the end. I think about five seconds left. Matt Tannehill on the 30-yard line. Uh, they have fucking Rob Gronkowski uh, playing safety for whatever reason because I guess they thought uh, Ryan Tannehill was going to be able to throw a tight spiral 75 yards. But, uh, no, they run a Mickey Mouse gadget play where they do a few different laterals, and it, it actually works out. Kenyon, God's plan, Drake. Just getting the angle, sprinting past several New England defenders. New England, uh, a lot of the defenders, instead of moving over to where Drake was, stays in the middle, probably thinking there was going to be another lateral or some bullshit. I don't know what they were thinking. And who's the last person to chase him down? None other than Rob Gronkowski, 260-plus pounds, slow as shit, stumbles over his own feet, can't catch him. Kenyon Drake in the end zone. They're calling it the Miami Miracle, possibly better than the Minneapolis Miracle play. Uh, fucking incredible. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Last second, uh, you know, fucking gadget play that you'd never see work in the pros that actually worked. And against New England, nonetheless, Bill Belichick, who's the last team you think this shit would work on. Miami wins it 34-33. to Fucking incredible. You have the Giants play the Redskins. This was an ass whooping if I've ever seen one. The Redskins are fucking awful. Their playoff hopes are just demolished with... With both Alex Smith and Colt McCoy's uh, legs being broken in less than a month period of time. Some bad juju going on there. That's that's just fucking awful for the Redskins. Feel a little bit bad for them, but not really at all. Uh, Saquon Barkley just looked fucking incredible in this game. And no Odell, who the fuck cares? Don't need him. One of their most impressive wins of the year. Next up, you have the Saints and the Bucks. Bucks actually beat the Saints right away at the start of the year. A little bit of a revenge game for the Saints. Didn't quite uh, do the ass whooping that people thought though. Only won 28 to 14. Breeze had one of his shittier games. Uh, the Buck the Bucks know how to play the the Saints, I guess. You know, another division rival game. Uh, but they get the the dub there and bounce back. Falcons and the Packers. Here, here is uh, another. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty much the Packers had the the win the whole the whole game. Uh, pretty much an ass whooping. Falcons are just fucking bad. Uh, Packers score thirty four. Falcons twenty. 
not much else to say there. Going to the the Jets and the Bills. This was a this was a great game. Twenty seven to twenty three. The Jets uh, win. I say this was a great game, as in it's close, but two pretty shit opponents. Not much else to say there. Bengals and Chargers. You had the this was actually a close game somehow. You had the Chargers pull up the the victory though. They, they, they always seem to be managing to win games even if it's close. They squeaked by 26 to 21. I think this was like a 16 and a half point spread or something. If you picked the Chargers on the spread, that was a that was a great bet. You didn't even have to sweat on that one. I'll go into I think I think now these are the three o'clock games. Um, if not already. I'm not sure if the Bengals one was. I think it was. But you had the the Broncos and the 49ers. The 49ers winning 20 to 14. What the fuck, Denver? Thought that Denver was starting to figure things out, but a pretty shit game by Keenum and company. Uh 49ers pulling out somehow. With fucking Nick Mullins, I think. What the fuck? Uh next you had uh quote-unquote matchup of the week with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman commenting this game. The, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, slow start to this game. Uh, it was competitive the whole time. Not a lot of points in the first half. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, fucking no one decided to play defense and touchdown after touchdown. Uh, Amari Cooper with a big game and a fucking bullshit fucking deflection uh, catch. Uh, I guess Amari Cooper is not a pooper. Well, might as well get that over with. Pull up his stats for the game. Uh, I think he had three touchdowns and over 200 yards. We'll see how much fantasy points he gets here. Uh, 39.7, damn near 40 points. And uh, that puts him, so I have $50 bet with Asian Dave. Uh, Mari Cooper wouldn't be a top 10 fantasy receiver by the end of our fantasy season. Right now he's ranked 17th. He jumped up a shit ton of points. Um, we got two weeks to go, so we'll see how it goes, see how it pans out. If he fucking wins this, I suicide watch will we'll be on Team Double Edge, Double Anal. It's officially nothing will have gone right this year for him. Uh, but, yeah, Mark Cooper with bullshit catches. Uh, Cowboys get a bullshit win, 29-23 in overtime. Steelers, Raiders. Raiders win 24 to 21. Holy fuck. Big Ben got hurt during the game. I think that had a lot to do with it. Offense just wasn't wasn't clicking and probably one of the Raiders better games of the year. Uh so that was a, a huge upset there. And the Lions and the Cardinals 17 to 3 Lions just whooped their ass, but who really cares about this game? The Cardinals are abysmal. Then you got your Sunday night game. Rams against the Bears. Uh, wasn't wasn't quite sure what to think of the Bears. Thought thought the Rams' uh, offense would be a little better than the Bears' defense, but wasn't the case. Jared Goff looked like he should be uh, playing Ryan Gosling's stunt double in Hollywood instead of being the quarterback for uh, the the Hollywood uh, football franchise here. Throwing four picks, just looking like complete ass, worse than his, even his rookie year. Uh, that Bears D with Khalil Mack just uh, fucking dominated them. So it's a 15 to 6 showing, but don't worry, folks. Mitch Trubisky still cannot play quarterback at a high level. He looked like absolute ass, uh, but put up enough points to to get the dub there. 
Then we'll go into the, the Monday night football game. Had our uh, Vikes play the Seahawks in a, an important game. The two teams are in the wild card spot. Oh, boy. What a fucking disaster this was offensively for the Vikings. Really, both teams. Just a fucking abysmal game to watch, really, until until the end. Absolutely no offense. Fucking Russell Wilson didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Kirk Cousins looked even worse, though. Oh, man, this game really pissed me off. Apart from the fucking shit performance from both offenses, what really chapped my ass cheeks in this game was the officiating. Yeah, right off the bat in the beginning of the game, uh, call against the Seahawks where they don't even, first off, they call it against the Vikings, and then they change their mind, and they, they have it against, the, oh, sorry, I meant, we meant the Seahawks, and they call it against the Seahawks, which it was, where the, the guy was talking shit, but then they get the wrong player. So not only do they get the wrong team at first, then they change it to correct it, but then they get the they still get it wrong by naming the wrong player. What a fucking shit show. Then you go late into the game, you got a fucking a god-awful pass interference card calling on Xavier Rhodes, where he's barely touching the guy. Ball's thrown out of bounds, not catchable. The side judge is two feet away, doesn't call anything. And then the judge way the fuck over behind the end zone throws something very late. If that's not a fix, give me a home call. I don't know what is. Then you go even later in the game uh, with the with the field goal opportunity. Fucking Bobby Wagner uses his hands to projectile over people, something you totally can't do. Several players have tried this, and they throw the flag and call it every time. They throw the flag, and then all of a sudden they pick it up and say there is no foul on the play for whatever godforsaken reason. Uh, it ends up being a huge, costly mistake by the refs because instead of a 15-yard penalty it's a blocked field goal we get no points no opportunity uh to to then get points and kick it off and instead they we turn it in the almost midfield Seahawks score pretty much ends the game right there huge turning point fuck this fuck football <clears throat> and then uh breaking news but not really breaking it's been uh, out for several hours Minnesota decides to fire offensive coordinator John DeFilippo uh, because their play calling just, I guess, has been pretty shit the last few weeks, and Zimmer just obviously they had some disagreements. So uh, you got the quarterback's coach. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Starts with the Nazis, the new OC coordinator for the time being. That's your NFL Weekend Recap. Let's go and talk about the land of 10,000 plus Coons Fantasy League. We're in we're in playoffs. Week one of playoffs uh, has concluded. Let's uh, find out uh, what what happened and go through the matchup reviews. I'll just skip waivers and trades. Uh, fucking not really. Uh, maybe there was something that happened, but who cares? We had uh, pretty 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 fucking close matchups. Let's 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 go through them. First up, we had I love TDs in my face. Jordan Walmo, the five seed, playing Catalina Wine Mixon. Kevin Plough, the six seed. Deshaun Watson going up against Drew Brees. You think Drew Brees would have the edge here? Getting some revenge on Tampa Bay, but no, scores less points. 13.9 compared to Deshaun Watson's 18.2. David Johnson uh, for Plow having a sh- having a shit performance at 6.1 points, but Joe Mixon 
Gotta have uh, a fantasy team player's name playing. Uh, he gets 19.8 points. Been pretty solid for Plow all year. Jarvis Landry, though, the real hero, getting 21.1 points. Having his best performance of the year, I believe. Yes, his best performance of the year. Coming in clutch just in time for the playoffs. Aaron Jones has been solid as late. 16.6. Plow scoring 99.8. But on the other side, we got the defending fantasy football champion. Not going down without a, a fight. He needs this uh, playoff or sorry, this championship pool money to, to go to Deja Vu and get some titties in his face. Juju Smith-Schuster having a beast performance for him, getting 25 points, keeping the, the matchup strong. Peyton Barber with only 4.4, though, in his flex. Ouch. With, uh, with Kareem Hunt out, he had to play Barber. Not a, not a good flex player to have. Rams D and uh, Dallas kicker getting a combined 24 points. That's what I like to see getting those uh, getting double digits with that kicker defense combo, keeping them in the matchup. Uh, but unfortunately, the Rams D on Sunday night couldn't quite do enough. Oh, he falls to plow 99 with 99.7 points, losing by 0.1, making Walmo once again the unluckiest piece of shit on this planet and in this fantasy league. Out Walmo. Sorry, not sorry. Canada Wild Mixing. Could it be from last to first? Still alive. Let's move on. We had the hairy butt kicker, Alex Williams, playing Andrew Luck's neckbeard, Tyler Herman. Six and seven, playing against eight and five. Uh, was the, the six seed playing against the three seed? And sorry, Walmo was the, the five seed and Evan was the four seed. I don't know if I said those seedings correct. But anyways, uh, let's see who wins up this matchup. And Phil Pervera decided to play him over over uh, the guy who he has his team name named after, Andrew Luck. Was a was a poor choice. Phil Pervera not doing it for Mexico, only getting 13.5. Andrew Luck getting 23.6. Should have probably played him. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, had Julio Jones at 22.6. Keenan Allen, 13.8, solid performance. His receivers have been solid all year. Michael Thomas, Thomas hurting a, a little bit there. Not quite getting double digits, but 9.8. Not god-awful. Jeff Wilson, ouch, as your, R, as your RB2, though, at, for the 49ers. Couldn't quite do it. Uh, just not good performance with the running backs overall. Lamar Miller only getting 11.2. On the other side here, we had... So with 95.3 points, uh, we had the, on the other side here, Alex Williams with Mitch Trubisky, 4.7 points. Holy fuck, decided to play him against the Rams. Uh, I guess, you know, you know the Rams have been pretty fucking awful all year against quarterbacks. Thought he'd have a big game, but that shoulder injury might have been uh, lurking. Massive performance, but... But the rest of his team, let's let's go down the line up here. Delvin Cook, 14.3 points. One of his better fantasy performances of the year. Spencer Ware, picking him up off the waivers to replace Kareem Hunt. Not an amazing performance for 12.9. It's respectable. Tyreek Hill, been one of the top fantasy players all year, getting 14.5. And T.Y. Hilton being his MVP uh, of the week, getting 19.9 points. Not even getting a touchdown, just fucking... Big reception after big reception, 199 yards. 
That's how we do it. Whoop! Cameron Brait, Tampa Bay tight end. He, he even got into double digits. Adam Thielen uh, got some garbage time, garbage, garbage, garbage time points. Here comes the garbage man, securing the victory, getting sweeping past uh, Tyler on Monday night with uh, the Delvin Cook Adam Thielen performances, getting 105.3 points, outscoring Tyler by 10. Had Tyler played Philip Rivera. It looks like he would have won by a point one point. Would have scored one hundred and or, let's see here. He would have scored one hundred and five point four points. Yes, math checks out. Ouch, ouch, Tyler. Tyler is pissed. I'm I'm pissed. We're almost pissed. We're all we're all pissed. Join the retiring from the. The, the league for the season club, Tyler. All right. That's your uh, your matchups that happened. Some pretty damn good ones. And you had uh, Asian Dave and Plow uh, sitting in Maui, uh, sipping on gin and juice, just watching and laughing at all the action. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be uh, playing this week, though. We'll go into those matchups a little bit later, but... Uh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to point out in the league is uh, there's a little side betting going on for the for the uh, losers that didn't make the the playoffs. I, I forget what the fuck the we're, we're calling this, so I'm just gonna call it the the shit bowl most points challenge. Uh, I decided to back out of it because my team is just fucking abysmal. I'm retiring. I'm just officially just doing podcasts and NFL betting. And, uh, sitting back and commentating on the action, but we have Leaf Bad, Zimmel, and Tony in this uh, pool, putting in ten bucks, seeing who can get the most fantasy points uh, in these next three weeks here during the playoffs. Uh, so best of luck, boys. Uh, I guess we'll go over the scores. We had uh, Leaf Bad in a commanding league, scoring 149.7 points. Holy shit, getting. Production from pretty much everyone on his team, and Amari Cooper, the pooper, uh, being the the lead guy there. And then, of course, Bears D getting 19 points. That helps you out as well, too. Uh, Coming in second, you had Phony Faker at 79.2. And then, oof, tough break for Zimmel getting 55.7 points. Was enough to beat me in the Constellation ladder matchup, number 9 versus number 10. I'm sure people were... On the edge of their seat for that one, uh, beating me who only had 41.9 points. And yes, I played a full fantasy roster and still scored that a uh, few of points. But uh, yeah, we're going uh, before we get into uh, this week's matchups, we got to do uh, Pussies Can't Play. That's uh, your latest and greatest updates on the NFL injuries around the league. We got first up. Uh, let's see here. Emmanuel Sanders, another team double badge, double anal player, out for the year on the IR. Hurt himself during fucking practice last Wednesday. That pussy can't play. Got a couple uh, uh, LA Charger RBs for you on the pussy can't play list. Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler both looking doubtful. Austin Eckler with a concussion, got his ass knocked out. And Melvin Gordon still lingering that knee injury. I'd uh, keep an eye out on both of them. I think Eckler is at least questionable. I'm not sure on Gordon. So, yeah, they're borderline pussy can't play, pussy might play list, but putting them on the pussy can't play list, those pussies can't play. 
next up, James Conner. He's on the pussy might not play list. Uh, still undecided yet. And Matt Breda, Breda, however the fuck you say his name, that pussy might not play. Put him on the, the list. All right. Let's go into this week's matchups. Since it's just me, we won't do Can Your Picks Beat Ricks, which is totally just fine with me. I don't want to owe any more fucking people burritos. We go to uh, first matchup here. Uh, sure, should we do the Consolation Ladder matchups? Double badge, double anal, phony faker, and Zimbal and Leaf Bad? Nah, we won't. We won't go through those points is all that matters in those matchups. And then uh, you got the winner's consolation ladder matchup. I love TDs in my face. Jordan playing Tyler. Angel Luck's neckbeard. I'm informed they're not going to do any side betting on this winner consolation ladder title matchup. So who the fuck cares? I'm not even going to go through that. But I'll say probably Herman will win that matchup because he has the much better team and almost uh, – he said it himself. He's retiring. He might not even put in a, a study lineup for the week. All right, but let's get down to the to the contenders here, the final four. We got, first off, the number four seed playing the number one seed, Kevin. A little statistical evidence uh, for you, uh, courtesy of Al Williams, and that is that uh, Dave and Evan have played each other once in the playoffs back in 2016, and Asian Dave won. Fun fact. <clears throat> all right. So you might be thinking, all right, 7-6 playing 10-3, and 1-6 seed. You got to think, all right, I'm going to go with Asian Dave. He's been killing it all year lately. His team's only getting really stronger, making some good bench moves, picking up Derrick Henry. Will he start him this week? That's yet to be seen off his fucking amazing performance. On the other hand, you got... Kevin Lewan mixing, just squeaking by with victories here on his last breath. But you know what? Fuck it. Last to first place, I'm on the bandwagon. Let's go, Plow. Picking you to get the upset here and beat Asian Dave. And really, I don't even like Asian Dave's uh, wide receivers too much. As of right now, he's got Allen Robinson and Kelvin Ridley in. Pfft, fuck that. Uh, on the other hand... Jarvis Landry, Robert Woods, I can go behind that. Let's fucking go. Picking the plow to upset Asian Dave. It'll be a close matchup. I got plow winning by three points, though. And then your other semifinal matchup, you got, uh, let's see here, the Harry Butt Kicker, Alex Williams, with a 6-7 and seven record, playing the coefficient Andrew Fleck, 10-3, and three, the two-seed. Uh, on this matchup, God, Alex doesn't even have a fucking winning record. He's in the semifinals. I can't go with him. I got to pick Flick. Got to pick Flick. Got Gurley. Got Michelle. Antonio Brown. Vance McDonald's even been playing good. And he's got Rodgers, uh, who, I don't know, maybe he's playing better now with uh, McCarthy gone. Going, got to go with him. Just Overall, better team, and Al's got more questions in his lineup right now. Uh, got more question marks than fucking, I'm sure, uh, the media had for Zimmer today in that press conference asking about Filippo getting fired. So, yeah, got got Flick winning, winning by winning by seven points in this matchup. 
That's your uh, Can Your Picks Beat Rick's analyst. Uh, if you disagree, you can uh, message me on the PS4 at East1017. Send me a group me if you're in the group me message boards. Uh, yeah, or you can tweet at me at, at not Ryan Eason. But uh, let's end. But best of luck, boys, in the semifinals. Um, but let's go into uh, some sleeper picks. I'll give you guys some some wisdom. Uh, I didn't really hit my sleepers last week. Um, I guess uh, uh, Edwards, the Jalen, or no, sorry, not Edwards, Samuels, the running back for Pitt, he did all right. I guess he got nine and a half or something like that, but not as quite as good as I thought. And then the Bears wide receivers, Bears offense was abysmal. I uh, was off on that sleeper pick, but hopefully I'll do a little bit better this week. Got a couple for you. Uh, first off, we got John Ross, Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. Uh, first sleeper pick. Uh, picking him as a sleeper. He's got no, the team has no AJ Green, so makes him a more foreseeable target to be thrown to. And he scored nine plus points in his, four of his last four games. So if you're desperate to put a receiver in, not a bad play there. Uh, if you don't like that wide receiver sleeper pick, got another one for you. Randall Cobb. Uh, hasn't played much for the Packers this year. That's why you haven't heard heard about him or why he hasn't been played at all. But when he has stepped in and played, he's, he's been all right some weeks. He's had some good performances. He's coming off a decent performance this past week with a touchdown and a decent number of receptions. Uh uh, Packers are playing the Bears. Those two teams always play each other well. I know. I know the Packers will be scoring some points, even if it's against that Bears D. I have a feeling. Um, Randall Cobb. It's another sleeper pick. And then finally for quarterback, I think he's already been mentioned, but I'm going to bring it up again because I doubt anyone will play him. But Josh Allen, quarterback for the Bills. This dude is putting up good fantasy points because he runs a fuck ton for whatever reason. Somehow he is amazing at running the football. Uh, he's actually, I think he broke, he broke Mike Vick's record of most rushing yards in a four or five game span or some shit like that. Uh, he's beating Michael Vick rushing records for fuck's sakes. And when a quarterback gets a lot of rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, that equals great fantasy value. So don't be afraid to play Josh Allen. He's just a sneaky, good fantasy player. Uh, and I think that'll just about do it. I'll wrap up the show. Uh, hope you enjoyed the the episode. Best of luck to everyone in their 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 fantasy playoffs if you're still in it uh, somehow. And uh, we'll tune in next week uh, when we cover the Atlanta Ten Thousand Coons Fantasy Football League Championship. Good night, everybody.